the seven comes along and it reminds us. We have to pull away and pull back into ourselves and into our truth because that's where we discover what actually works, what actually aligns, and where our true impact actually is. I'm Nat Olson, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's use the ancient wisdom of the numbers and our connection to our spiritual life to become guided and resourced professionals. Move into that next level, bring in enchantment, impact, and income into our lives. Hey, you, welcome back, and welcome to a brand new season here on the Numerology Chick podcast. You can probably tell from the intro we're doing things a little bit different this year. I'll share more details about that later in the episode, but I'm so excited. This is your annual 2023 numerology workshop. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you what numerology teaches about this seven universal year and specifically what are the three things that you can do to make this the best year yet of your life where you're deepening your purpose, heightening your impact and finally having that experience of being spiritually supported in enchanting ways. Now before we dive into all of the juicy details, I want to quickly do a reminder on timing cycles. I think people still think of timing cycles as these fortune telling tools, right? Like, like it'll tell you what to expect, what's going to happen this year. And that is not what timing cycles are about. I believe that timing cycles and numerology are these incredible gifts that were given to us by the divine. Timing cycles are are here to catalyze us, to progress us forward so that we can constantly be in a state of creation, of evolving and moving and expanding forward. Timing cycles are here to support us, to buoy us and to help us along with what is on our heart. That is so key. I want you to carry that truth with you as we travel through this episode, that this year is here to help support whatever is on your heart that you want to be, that you want to do, or that you want to have. With that said, let's do a quick review of how we got here. How did we get to 2023? 2021 was the year of the adventurer. That was a year where we were called to make big shifts in our lives. That was a year of change. And The way that I like to think of that cycle was it was like we were literally at a new lot of land, right? Some of us actually moved to new locations. We moved jobs. We had this big course correction in our lives. 2021, we found ourselves at this new lot of land. In 2022, we were then asked to step into the year of the healer or the year of the gardener. This was where there was a focus on being responsible for this new land, this new territory, this new dream. Last year, we were breaking the habit of meddling in other people's gardens and instead learning how can we feed, nourish, and tend to what matters to us. We were asking questions like, what's best for me and my family? How can I create harmony in my ecosystem? 
We put our love, our care, our handiwork into something. And now we're moving in to 2023. A seven universal year. It's the year of the mystic. This is a year of spiritual power. I think it's so important to presence this this concept in numerology. It's called the power of sequence. And it tells us that every single number builds on the last, right? So we had to move through the six before we could get to the seven. But the power of sequence also tells us that if we stay stuck in a number, we stay stuck at a low level, a low standard of experience, right? We're not evolving. We're not progressing. This is really, really important because if you stay stuck in the six and you don't move and progress and evolve into the seven, and I'll be giving you tips for that later in the episode, you'll stay stuck in the norms, in the standards of your community, of your family, of your industry. And the desires that are on your heart, they will not bloom. They will not flourish. The seven universal year is here to tell you that if you want this beautiful garden to flourish even more. If you want to reach new heights, <laughs> you're going to have to be resourced by something else. The seven universal year, the year of the mystic, this is the year where we are being asked to prioritize our connection with our spiritual life, with the unseen forces that drive us, and that if we do so, we will be able to deepen our purpose, deepen our impact, and experience that enchantment of being spiritually supported, guided, and resourced more than ever before. The seven is about developing grit and dedication of going for what we want, being who we want to be, even if the outside world says no. So our goal this year is to explore our inner world, to deepen our relationship with the divine so that we can connect deeper to our truth, connect deeper to our spiritual life and go further so we can go beyond and break away from the tribe, from what is expected, from what is the norm, right? And this is what's so fascinating to me about the shift from the six to the seven, right? The six was about, oh, we wanted to tend to care for our family, you know, our community, our dream. But now it is time to almost practice breaking away from that, breaking away from the habit of caring for something and instead diving deep, deep down into spiritual power and spiritual magic diving deep down into what happens when you retreat. What happens when you break away from the noise of the tribe, from the noise of the world, from the noise of your industry? What happens when you break away from that? What's left? What's there? What's moving you? What's inspiring you? What's speaking to you, right? And so I'll share with you from my own personal experience what this has been looking like for me. I, I would say that in general, in this industry that I'm in, people want forecasts from me. But I'm no longer going to be doing forecast 
focused episodes. And I'm no longer going to be doing that because of the seven. Because there is something that's that's deeper. There's something that's been calling me. There's something that's been pulling me. So I'm still going to be here to guide you and remind you of the magic of you and the universe. But I'm going to be doing it in a little bit of a different way. For a long time, I've noticed that in the New Age spiritual movement, we've become top-heavy in prediction and anticipating and learning about the energies, the forces around us. But in doing so, we're disempowering ourselves and the impact that we're here to make, right? It's like timing cycles to me are like the weather. Is it good to know if it's going to rain on our journey? Yeah, that can be really helpful. But do you want to base where you're going on the constant ebb and flow of the atmosphere? Probably not. So moving to the next level in your life and my life is not based on the weather. It's based on our ability to embrace and navigate the vehicle of us, the gifts that we were given, the purpose that's on our heart, the magic that we can create with the universe. And so for me, this big shift is shifting from 80% emphasis on what's going on out there to 80% emphasis on you and your capacities, right? Can we see what happens when we do this? You know, behind the scenes, that's the seven, my life and the lives of my clients, they don't change from a forecast. They don't change from knowing the monthly or yearly cycles, right? I didn't manifest my amazing husband, my soulmate, sweet girlfriends. I didn't even think like people like them could exist. I didn't manifest this thriving, abundant, unconventional career because of the weather, because of timing cycles, right? All of this came because of knowing and advocating for my numbers, for my gifts and my chart, tapping my inner wisdom and deepening my relationship to my cosmic best friend, to the zero. But this is the key for you to understand. People want forecasts from me. That's the six, right? The six wants to be of service. The six wants to help. The six wants to give people what they want. But the seven, oh, thank thank God for the seven. The seven comes along and it reminds us. We have to pull away and pull back into ourselves and into our truth because that's where we discover what actually works, what actually aligns, and where our true impact actually is. Even if it flies in the face of what is considered normal or acceptable, right? So I'm going to be doing my monthly episodes here in 2023, and they're still going to be inspired by the monthly weather, but they're going to be standalone, powerful topics that directly address your power to create anytime, anywhere. 80% you, 20% weather. Um, Some topics that I'm going to cover are, what do you do when your spouse or partner doesn't vibe with your spiritual beliefs or your spiritual journey? Um, How do you break away from the guru complex and create your own spiritual practice that enchants your life, your business, and freaking works? (laughs) How do you maintain your values around those who don't share them? So these are just some of the things that are on my heart. These are some of the things that I process and I think about and I talk about with my private clients and with my girlfriends. These are the things that 
that were placed on my heart and that show up in the quiet confines of my inner world. So these are the things that I am going to share, that I'm going to energize, that I'm going to prioritize. But do you see this theme? The theme with the seven is that we quiet the noise and we go within and we become more of a mystic in our lives, right? Less of a healer, less of a service-oriented person, I know, (laughs) and more of a mystic, more of somebody who is committed to something that is deeper, that is um, ephemeral, that is etheric. There's this Robert Frost poem that ends in this beautiful sentence, and it's so the vibe of the seven. It says, two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Robert Frost was a seven expression number, of course. So this seven universal year, this year of the mystic, is about being willing to take that road that hasn't been traveled by others, being willing to be eccentric and not being eccentric for the sake of being eccentric, but being eccentric because the axis that turns other people, that turns your friends, the other people in your industry, you know, that turns other people in your community, it does not turn you. And so you pursue that something different. You be that something different. You go somewhere different because it calls you. So the seven universal year, the year of the mystic, this is the year to go within. This is the year to prioritize your spiritual life, to affirm what is invisible yet fundamental to you, to dig into and research what it is that is on your heart, to allow your curiosities to guide you, to see your curiosities as safe guidance from the divine. Because you cannot get to that next level or sustain or maintain what it is that you want if you do not deepen these roots. And you could say, rediscover or remember who you are and what you're about and where you came from. So let's quickly go into a sort of three-step process to make sure that you leverage this energy of the seven, okay? To make sure that you take that road less traveled, to make sure that you embody this energy of the mystic so that whatever dream or desire is on your heart, so it can thrive, First step, and if you have a seven in your chart, you're going to laugh at this one, um, is unplug. Unplug. Quiet the noise. Strip away the extraneous. We really live in a society now where there is constant noise, constant consumption. And I actually think that this is interesting just archetypally that we have more noise than ever before and thus are probably the most deficient in depth and deeper meaning and spiritual connection than ever before, right? That the benefits that come from the seven are so far less present than they once were. So unplugging is a magical step 
in leveraging the energy of the seven. And honestly, if this is all that you did this year, it would reap incredible rewards. So unplugging from the noise, unplugging from consuming what other people are thinking, what other people are saying is so incredibly key. And I I like to kind of use this thought experiment to illustrate my point here. I want you to imagine you were being followed around by one of those um, like radio journalists from NPR. Have you ever heard those segments where they're interviewing somebody and you can hear the, the click and clack of like glasses in the background of the restaurant or you can hear the chatter in the background of the coffee shop, right? I want you to imagine that an NPR radio journalist was following you around with a recorder and recording the sounds in the day of, of your life. What sounds would take up most space? And would that noise that the recorder was picking up on, would it represent who you really are or who you want to be? <laughs> it's very confronting, right? Like, would that sound and that noise be um, apps on your phone, social media? Would it be superficial friendships or connections? Would it be conversations that just make you want to just throw up in your mouth? Like you're like, oh gosh, (laughs) right? Would it be the news? Would it be TV? Would it be activities that don't represent what you like? Would it be um, social events that don't represent your values? Would it be projects that you're not really into, right? But what, what would what would the sounds be? I think this is a great thought experiment for you to kind of identify where you might need to unplug a little bit, where you might need to just kind of carve out some sacred space where you're consuming less, listening to less, right? Not having as much noise so that you can hear the whispers of your soul, so that you can check in with who you are and what you value, and so that you can be better guided by that bigger and greater energy behind the scenes. So the seven thrives when there's solitude. The seven thrives when there is a vacuum, where there is space, and can you just carve out a little bit of time in your day-to-day life? And for all of us, this could look different. Like that might be 10 minutes before bed. Or it might be um, once a week, like taking a day to go into nature on the weekend. That's up to you. But what would it look like if you could just unplug a little bit more? I think it's interesting. Just I think about numbers like um, archetypally, like Like if we now live in a society where there's this constant noise and this constant consumption of other people's thoughts and ideas and opinions, that's so anti-seven. And so that means on a collective level, we are suffering from a deficiency of the seven, right? The benefits of the seven are deeper meaning, deeper purpose, peace, solitude, serenity, um, What's ironic is the seven is about the not focusing on the symptoms, but focusing on the cause. It's focusing on the deeper truths, what's really going on underneath the surface and behind the scenes, right? (laughs) So we can really see the effects of this on a mass scale, but in our own lives, right? It's so incredibly impactful. 
that you never get to hear the whispers of your own soul. You never get to feel what's wanting to come through you, what's without beckoning you, because you don't even have the time to hear it. So step one, unplug. Carve out a little space in your day-to-day life to hear the whispers of your soul and to hear the whispers of your cosmic best friend. Step two is prioritize going within and curating a relationship to your unusual passions, hobbies, and interests. (laughs) This is so key with the seven, right? We talked about earlier how like for me, it's really been on my heart for a long time that I've been harboring the secret that behind the scenes, I'm not talking about forecasts with my clients. I'm not talking about the weather cycles of the universe with my, my friends. No, behind the scenes, I am pursuing my curiosities, the curiosities that were placed on my heart of diving deep into collaborating with the universe on what it is that's on my heart and supporting my clients and knowing that anything is possible if they use and advocate for the superpowers that they were given. Like This is what's going on behind the scenes. This is where my curiosities are. This is, this is where my passion lies, right? So it's so important with the seven that we prioritize pursuing our curiosities, knowing that our curiosities are safe guidance from the divine. They are telling us this is where our impact is. This is where our income is. This is where we are being guided to go next to fulfill this dream on our heart. I, I think I've used this story before, but I want to I bring it here again. Um, Joseph Campbell, the famous American writer and mythologist, um, he was a seven life path. And he tells the story that he was trying to get faculty approval for his graduate studies at Columbia University. And he kind of came to them with this sort of crazy idea. I mean, this was in the 1920s. He came to them and said, I want to pursue the study of Sanskrit, modern art, and medieval literature. And they're like, no, (laughs) you're crazy, right? So he didn't get faculty approval, so he withdrew. He withdrew from graduate studies. And I would say that that's sort of step one, right? Unplug. Like to a certain degree, you have to unplug from your industry. You have to unplug from your community. You have to be willing to take the road less traveled, right? And then what he did is he, for the next five years, like rented this shack in the woods in, I think, upstate New York. And he contemplated the next course of his life. And he he said he engaged in nine hours of reading a day. And this went on for like five years. Now, this is extreme. This is not what you and I are going to do, right? But it's a great example of what it means to unplug, to break away from the noise, and to then pursue your curiosities. Because it was during that time of solitude, it was during that time that he was in this random shack, right? Not at graduate studies, not going the conventional route, that he was able to discover what would eventually become his life's work and what eventually would make him famous and make him impactful and change thousands of people's lives with his books and with his, um, his workshops right? So unplug and then step two, prioritize your own unusual passions, curiosities, 
because those are guiding you to your next level income, to your next level impact. Okay, step three. Develop a spiritual practice that works for you. We're going to be talking a lot about this um, in the coming episodes, in the monthly episodes, right? Because each month this year, we're going to be addressing a new topic that's really about this seven, right? How can we embrace being the mystic? How can we quiet the noise and access that spiritual magic, that spiritual wisdom, and develop the courage and bravery that we, we need to develop to go for the gold, right? But in short, how can you allow your spiritual life your relationship to your cosmic best friend to be a more regular playmate? How can you have your spiritual practice be almost a foundation for your movements and your decisions here in 2023? And so my challenge for all of us is to lean back into our spiritual life more, even if it's 1% more. Lean back into your spiritual life more and develop a spiritual practice that works for you. You know, the morning for me is a game changer. I'm a morning person, so I do my spiritual practice in the morning, but I have some clients who use the evening after work to do it or right before bed. There's no right or wrong here. But I think the thing to know that's so unique about this seven, about this archetype that we're discussing, is that miracles, manifestations, productivity, when we're working with the seven, it doesn't come from direct doing. It comes from investing in these almost etheric things. The more that we rest, the more that we unplug, the more that we quiet, the more that we lean into our spiritual life and we rely on that guidance and that inspiration and those nudges, the more productive we become, the more impactful we become, the more that we move mountains, the more the needle is moved in our life and in our goals. So if you do these three things above, if you practice unplugging a little bit more, pursuing your eccentric curiosities and developing a spiritual practice that works for you, this year of the mystic is going to blow your mind. This is a time when we can discover or deepen our purpose or calling. If you've been praying, asking for clarity on how do I help people, right? Why do I feel so empty? Where, where's my next career? Where's the shift that I need to be making in my business, right? This can be the year where that is revealed, meaninglessness can transform into enchantment and deeper meaning. Um, This can be a year where you finally become that woman or man who walks with God, who walks with the zero, who is a woman or man of faith, who truly feels buoyed and supported by this magical energy behind the scenes. This is a year where you can develop this deeper grit and resilience and courage. Because if you have this spiritual world on your side, if that's your refuge, if you can retreat back to that energetic home, what's possible? What's possible if you're buoyed and resourced by something limitless and not human? And this can also be the year where you overcome your blocks, your limitations around not wanting to ever bypass 
the standards of your family, your friend group, your industry, your community. This is the year to rest in this calm serenity and this inner knowing that you and your cosmic best friend, (laughs) you can go to places and experience things that you never thought possible. So I covered a lot. In the show notes, I will be putting these these steps in there so that you can copy and paste them. You can print them out to keep them as a reminder here for 2023. I'd love to hear from you guys. If you have topics, questions, inquiries that you have about your spiritual life, about this energy of the seven, will you leave them over on the blog? I'd love to answer your questions in the coming episodes here in 2023. And as always, I want to just remind you that if you feel like you want more one-on-one support, if you want a spiritual bestie and a spiritual coach at your side and, and helping you make 2023 a year of heightened impact, heightened income, and heightened spiritual power, there's always a link in the show notes to work with me one-on-one. I am enrolling for a limited time here in January and February. I appreciate you guys so much and I'll talk with you soon.